so I don't really have any links for the Trump stuff. Yeah. But I definitely wanted to talk about it. Oh, man. I am so buried deep in politics. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm following races, congressional races in Texas. I fucking, yeah. I fucking signed up as a volunteer for a woman running for the Senate against Dianne Feinstein in California. Ah. <laughs> Allison Hartson, you should look her you're, up. You're a little far away. Doesn't matter, man. Senate affects all of us. True. And Well, no, that's what she said. She's like, I'll take volunteers from anywhere. Hmm. Did you see the, the Ted Cruz thing with that Beto O'Rourke guy? Is that the, where <laughs> he... Rafael made, Cruz? Yeah, where he made fun of him for, for going by a nickname. Yeah, well, not only that, did you hear the song? Did you see the commercial? Oh, no. right, there was an actual song. I didn't ever, never saw the commercial, but... Oh, no. God, the song is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a guy with a guitar, and he's in the twangiest Texan voice in the world. He's like, you can't be a Texan and be a liberal, blah, blah, blah. He's wow. like, let me tell you a tale of a guy named Mark who changed his name to Beto or something like that. And it's a whole fucking thing. And at the end, slimy Ted Cruz is like, I'm Ted Cruz, and I support this message. <laughs> right? Oh, so barring barring the fact that Ted Cruz's name is not actually Ted, yeah, <laughs> right, and that you know, and he wasn't even born in this fucking country. Nope. Beto O'Rourke just tweeted a picture of himself when he was like five years old, wearing a shirt that said Beto, because Ted is implying that he changed the nickname to appeal to Latinos, right? Sure, and but he's it's like, been nope, a childhood I've been, name. I've yeah. been Beto for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. I assumed that it was the other way around. I assumed you're hiding Raphael. To appeal to whites. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely the other way. Right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're trying to pass. Nick, great. Now I got to find this fucking thing for you guys to hear the song. Because <laughs> it's that. I saw, I, th I think they did a, a Vice thing about him. And he is, he doesn't even, he doesn't sound like he's from Texas. He doesn't, like, he doesn't fall into the your Texas norm in any way. But uh, he was going around preaching, you know, uh, pro-choice and anti-gun stuff, like, to all the little towns all over Texas. But his name is Beto O'Rourke. I mean, yeah. as Irish <laughs> as Irish can be, Beto. <laughs> Did anybody see the <laughs> fucking uh, Saccone ad against uh, Lamb? No. no. <laughs> oh, my God. This is one's even way better. Huh. It is... First of all, it looks like it was made on a budget of $15. It's like a little cartoon with Nancy Pelosi's face on what would be like Mary and Lamb's face on a lamb, like Nancy had a little lamb. Oh. Uh. And it's a, they changed the, – I'll find that one for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Thursday, March 8th, 2018. We got delayed a couple days due to snow, of all things. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm a liberal man, Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. Uh, if you want to join in the conversation, please go to facebook.com slash profanearg. You can post your thoughts there or a link to an article you'd like us to discuss, and we will take a look at it, as we have done this week. So this week on the show, we'll be talking about uh, Pence's beliefs on abortions, because he has something new out, and uh, hmm. praying for snow, which I'm pretty sure Jared will not be doing anytime soon for a couple reasons. Had a lot of <laughs> stormy problems here. <laughs> not the same that our president's <laughs> having. Cue the rim shot. <laughs> 
I hear that you converted your uh, house into a flop house there for a little while. Yeah, I was one of the since you had field. electricity. <laughs> it is a, a disaster area here. <laughs> it is just. I mean, they called in. Well, you guys all live in Pennsylvania. You heard Wolf called in the National Guard. Yeah. How yeah. how bad was it by you guys? We got it, a dusting. <laughs> yeah, Literally. it was not bad. Jeez, <laughs> what a difference two and a half hours makes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, the grass got white for a little while, and now it's back to being brownish green again, so. Well, like I Nothing. said earlier, it wasn't so much the amount of snow. It was just trees falling. Le- we got it. This is worse than Sandy. Way worse than Sandy. Wow. Yeah, that's how many trees are down on lines. Still. <laughs> and people are calling. This is, this is what I love about religious people. They can <laughs> deify. Is that a word? Deify? Yeah. Anything. Anything they fucking set their eyes on. So. Obviously, some people are bitching and moaning that they don't have power. Why do you have power? Why don't I have power? What are these fucking guys doing? And then a lot of people, I'd say 10% of them are out there taking pictures of the 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 workers, the electric workers working on the lines. And some of them, 5% of those photos are, this is what angels on earth looks like. <laughs> with, with no hint of irony or being sarcastic. God bless the line workers. These are angels on earth. This is what they look like, and they're little cherry pickers. <sighs> no, I mean, I I guess that's one way to say thank you, but <laughs> you could just say thank you for doing for working so hard to get our power back on. Yeah, here have it, have have it, uh, you know a cup of coffee, keep you warm, <laughs> or take away that angel's paycheck and see how hardly he's going to work on your power. <laughs> Guy's doing a job; he's making overtime. I mean, it's great, and I'm sure it's a pain in the ass, but angels on earth? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. That's pushing it. So you can watch fucking Netflix. It's not like we're dying up here. Uh, I do. N- now I have no transition whatsoever to go into the first. Sorry. Story. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Play a slide whistle sound and then go right into the next. <laughs> so, uh, but to talk about our first thing, this, I just found out about this from one of our listeners. Uh, he listens to a couple different podcasts and uh, posted it on our Facebook page. This is, a, it's about a church, apparently, where his mother goes to. That church is down a pastor because he, mm-hmm. the pastor, and three others have been involved in an investigation on sexual misconduct. And it's way more than sexual misconduct. There's also accusations of rape. And there are multiple people who are mandated reporters who go to this church, who are on the church board, and they did nothing. Yeah. So the pastor is, of course, a mandated reporter, but he's apparently involved in some of the accusations. So what's he going to do? Report himself? I mean, you can't really, you know, expect him to do that. (laughs) But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of them was raped because she'd been flirting and wearing a tank top. Yeah. So... Yeah, she's... Are you (laughs) saying that church people raped adult women? Yeah, I know. Weird, huh? I was a little shocked by that, too, Ian. (laughs) I was waiting to hear... Yeah, good good for them, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) They're progressing. Don't don't get too excited, because a 15-year-old girl, when she confided to Angle King, I don't know who that was. He's the bastard. Oh, he's the pastor. Uh, that she hadn't told her parents about her assault, and he encouraged her to keep it secret. So it's also 15-year-old girls. All right. Less so. Well, we were expecting eight-year-old boys. Yeah. That's what, sure. that's what it were. I don't think 15-year-old girls is any better, but 30-year-old women had somehow better. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most. Sure that's the most painful better <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yeah, painful, I, I guess, in, in that, like, I guess on a sliding scale of horrible, yeah. one is just horrible, 
instead of like double or triple horrible. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. (laughs) And I know we've asked this question multiple times on the show, but what is it about the clergy and these sexual improprieties? Repressed sexuality. Is that partially at least? uh, But I think in this case, it's also putting people into a place of real strong power i mean Mm. you're talking about the two pastors here they preach to people they they everyone can confide in them i don't know it's it it, to me it seems like it's a a position of power not that dissimilar to like a weinstein kind of situation where people feel that that they have power and they can do whatever Mm -hmm. but they can't go out and date actual women depends on the church i don't know if this one allows them to date or marry community morning star i don't know what they are but and again, this falls into that Mike Pence category. These guys must be completely full of shit and not actually believe what they're preaching. Yeah. How do you justify what you're doing and still be- – so it's just a con. You're just doing it to get – you know, Access. this is my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, not just – I'm sure they don't get into the clergy just to molest women. But, I mean, at some point you'd be like, well, I'm a total piece of shit and I'm just doing this now because it's a paycheck and, you know, what else am I going to do? I don't know. I, sometimes, you, you know, if you get them to confess, they'll say that it was consensual. It wasn't rape. They'll say things like um, they were bringing God to the person. Um, the 15 year old? just happened. Sure. Justific- this is the Does justification. God come through, straight through his penis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the job that easy and that lucrative? I don't think it's I don't think it's very lucrative, but okay. Not outside of the uh, prosperity gospel now. <laughs> it's probably that easy. I mean, what do you got to do? You only work one day a week, <laughs> as far well, as I know. <laughs> so they usually have like a Wednesday service as well in a lot of places. And that most pastors have like other tasks that they're supposed to be doing throughout the week, depending, mm-hmm. again, depending on the church. In this case, though, the the women, multiple women sent their, uh, they formed a letter and sent it in April last year to a five all-male member, uh, the, the church board. But the church board includes the police, a police sergeant. Mm-hmm. Bob Trump and Marion, the, the the local <laughs> county commissioner, <laughs> Kevin Cameron. So a county commissioner and policeman are on the church board when they receive this letter. By the way, they're also mandatory reporters. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did nothing. Wow. Did they find it that? I mean, usually the storyline along those is they found it so unbelievable that because they, they know these men, these are good men, and they wouldn't do that. So there must be some other part of the story. And they're waiting to find out what it is. By doing oh, nothing? Only, by doing nothing. Right, if only yeah. one of them were some sort of law enforcement agent yeah. that would then investigate <laughs> to make sure that it was a false claim. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You you're, you are a mandatory – and the reason you're a mandatory reporter is because you are in a position of power and trust. That's specifically why they're chosen. It's because they are supposed to be trustworthy. And isn't there that famous quote from Sherlock Holmes where he says, Watson, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing? <laughs> And somehow I will figure this out. The truth will sort itself out. He'll go into his mind palace and sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. So again, those five guys, con men, full of shit. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I the the Morning Star, the article actually goes into this a little bit. The Morning Star Community Church. This actually started as just a like a Bible discussion in the one pastor's uh living room, apparently. And it has now progressed to three Sunday services in a twelve hundred seat auditorium. So and it's not associated with any denomination, any specific denomination. Mm. So it's a completely independent group, and yet it looks like it has the same problems as a whole lot of other churches. Yeah. 
Apparently you can't put anybody in power. Is that what we're getting at? Men, sure. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Women well, are just as easily corruptible. They may not be doing sexual harassment, but what about like Trump's uh, prosperity gospel woman? Paula, whatever her name is, sure. Yeah, Paula. Yeah, okay. I mean, like I you put someone, there's a you few. put someone in power, they just seem to get corrupted right away. <laughs> not everybody. Damn, is but... being rich that cool? <laughs> I mean, I got it. <laughs> I was going to say, it must be. Yeah. Well, you still <laughs> You're have, willing to sell out everybody. You still have the Warren Buffetts of the world, though, and the um, Bill Gates of the world. It doesn't corrupt oh, yeah. everybody. I heard Bill Gates was pretty ruthless on his way up, too. On his way up. I know up. he does good things now, but. Yeah. Well, he's got a wife now. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow doubt it was all Melinda's doing. I feel like he reached a point where he was like, I can't be surpassed. I might as well be trying being good. I've done every evil thing I could possibly dream to do. I've been the man in black for the last 20 years. Time to do some good. Yeah. Sure. So I'm going to post this article on the website, but I'll, I'll warn anyone who's uh, going to look at it that uh, if you scroll down quite a ways, there's some uh, some detail about uh, the different things that people have been accused of. And uh, it, it's it's pretty detailed. So just a fair warning on that. Mm. Is that unbelievable even an independent church not associated with I mean, the, with a denomination it's just people in power tend to go down this route apparently i i don't i don't know if it's because they're in power religiously and they have that moral superiority kind of complex i i don't know i don't get it well like i said before i don't know if i uh, was i saying this last week on this show or i don't know i was talking to somebody about it i run into a lot of rich people in my line of work and i've worked for a lot of rich people who try to start businesses they don't want to hear the opinions of you right. if you don't make any money. Mm. They just think, like, why would I listen to you at all? You're fucking poor. Obviously. <laughs> so, you're you're not intelligent. Otherwise, you'd be rich like me. Yeah. Right. Where, again, and again, most of these people that I met who have mm-hmm. a lot of money inherited it from their parents. Sure. So, obviously, people- your intellect got you there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you Am people- I making a Trump <laughs> analogy? You're damn yeah. right. I- <laughs> Well, you give people a chance. It's the it's the same problem with the Republicans and the Democrats, and you know, one church versus another church. It's the tribalism. It's they are the rich tribe, and we are the poor tribe. Obviously, we are the enemy. We are there to serve them. So, I was trying to find where this next story came from, and I don't remember where it was. I think it was also off the Facebook page. There was a kid who killed his girlfriend's parents. Apparently, he killed them because he revealed some of his thoughts about Jews. Uh, Mm. because he was a self-proclaimed Nazi online, uh, and he gave his girlfriend's parents some of his views, and they said, look, you need to get help, and uh, so he killed them. Uh, And the police have now found that he has a Steam account, and that Steam account is associated with groups like uh, Kill All the Jews and Nazis Kill Jews that apparently exists on Steam. Steam. Yeah, so there's an article about it on the Huffington Post, and it seems like the Huffington Post wants to blame Steam for this getting out of control. Now, no. g- granted... Don't take Steam away from me, Huffington Post. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that if you were to run a, a site like Steam, you know, if you were to come across groups of Nazis, maybe disperse them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what their actual policies are toward this sort of thing, but... Uh, That's got to be a really hard thing to... Police, though, I mean, it's no different than, like, the groups on Facebook. Like, anybody can start one. Right. And just, you know. Sure. Or YouTube or. Or Discord, the very thing we're talking on. Right. Yeah. And if you have a private group, nobody's going to report you because they're not going to see it because it's private. So 
Yeah, it's, is, it's very difficult it to the, blame the people running the site. Yeah, is it the service provider's responsibility to police the groups that are – I mean, Reddit is another one. The Donald was filled with um, Russian trolls feeding the, the you know the diehard right right you know right wing. So is it their responsibility to root them out and purge them? That's a tough one. It's yeah. a tough one. I I would I would say that there should be policies, but I you can't. I don't see how you can expect a site like that to be able to police everything that gets created. People, I mean, just. Imagine the thousands of thousands that are created every day. Right. I think it's their responsibility to stop it if there there are threats in the groups. But again, wouldn't those need to be reported for them to even know well, about them? I, no, I, I think you could have standard search algorithms that look for, you know, words or phrases that you could probably have, you know, automated finding and probably eyeball it before you make a decision. But I don't know. And then there's ways around that, though. Then it's, you change the name to something, you know, we're like, whoa, Similar. something yeah. benign. And, you know, it takes a lot of work. I mean, there's a lot of shit about, you know, with Facebook and the Russian trolls and mm. are they responsible? And, like, it's, you know, it's tough. It Although is. I heard somewhere that fact checkers are actually losing their jobs at, like, newspapers and shit like that and at news stations. Facebook could hire them. Mm. <laughs> they have plenty to do. I hadn't heard that. What what was the story behind that? Do you know? Why fact checkers are losing their jobs. Yeah. One, most importantly, print is just dying. <laughs> mm. And two, I imagine with news stations, it could, for all I fucking know, it could be the Sinclair Group. Or, oh, you yeah. know, that they were buying up all these, gobbling up all these news stations. And I just heard a story about them putting out a, a mass memo to everybody saying that you need to blast the actual news media and, and say that it's it's one-sided or hmm. something like that yeah, yeah but you had to make it seem like you were actually saying it yeah it, well, i don't think we've talked about the sinclair group much if your local news organization is owned by the sinclair group you should consider the source of some of the material that they discuss some of the stories that they cover some of the advertisements they have there is a quiet conspiracy i guess to uh, focus people's attention on certain stories and Sinclair Group is um, trying to take over the, a lot of the news media in this country. Yeah, not if, if a group is if some if a newspaper or whatever is owned by the Sinclair Group, it doesn't mean that everything that they post has been influenced in some way. It just means no. that now and then there are going to be things put in, and it'll be from the Sinclair Group. And now and then, the Sinclair Group will overrule right. their running of some stories. It's, it's or subtle. make them run certain stories. Yeah, it's very devious. Yeah. I think the um like the the steam groups and Facebook and Twitter and all these you know social media groups have taken the place of actual journalism and news sites so where things were policed before and everybody knew that the sources were good and double checked and triple checked so I don't know well and remember too uh video games are the cause of our problems <laughs> right in this country <laughs> right. so well known. it's the steam link <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Discord's used for video games, too. I mean, it's a whole vicious cycle. Right. And just as a reminder, the First Amendment does not apply to private organizations, just to the government. The government cannot suppress your speech. Private organizations are perfectly capable of doing it. So before anybody brings up the First Amendment, just don't. It's not, <laughs> not applicable. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, the stuff on Steam with the Nazis that uh, Jared just sent this, I think that uh, it does really coincide it, it, it matches right along with this woman who was a middle school teacher who was a 
a white nationalist behind the scenes who just lost her job. Did you guys see see this? Hear about this? Diana Volotich? Yeah, I did. No. Oh, it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you do you have it fresh in your mind, Jared? What? I can give you the 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 majority of it. So, she's a middle school teacher and she has a white nationalist podcast under a different name and somebody figured out that she that the teacher and her were the same and in the podcast the woman she's still denying that they're the same people <laughs> says like she's like oh yeah the best way to get to them is when they're young i do it every day i'm a teacher mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i mean basically admitted it and as soon as the accusation came out suddenly the podcaster took down all her stuff it had to have been a coincidence. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right? Since they're not the same person. I think the best thing I heard when they were breaking it down on the Young Turks, which is where I first heard the story, the white guy goes, well, I think it's actually her because, one, they're wearing the same earrings in the photo and they have the same face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was Brett Ehrlich. That was not me. But uh, it's just that, I mean, when I heard this story, this scared the living shit out of me. That one, a white nationalist is teaching kids, mm. and two, is stupid enough to have a podcast and admit it and just be like, what the fuck? What do I? I'm a white. I fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, and our president wants to give her a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be bad. <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, it's another one of many problems about arming teachers is that they're not all good people. <laughs> they're they're not they're not all saintly you know ex marines for Christ's sake. <laughs> the problem is is when we say, man, you cannot give a gun to a white nationalist. There's some people that go, no, absolutely, the white nationalist should have the gun. Right. <laughs> uh, if and if I, I don't want to get into the the whole number of reasons why giving guns to teachers is bad. It's just bad. <laughs> it's a stupid idea. Yes. Uh, if anybody wants details on that, post something and we'll answer it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know it's happening in Florida, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. It's moving ahead in Florida. Yep. What? They... They, well, they passed a, a bill. Man, that state <laughs> blows my mind, but continue. Well, they passed a bill. What was it? They limited uh, semi-automatic weapons to over 21 and, and arming teachers. So they just did both. <laughs> like like 36,000 uh, teachers they're going to arm. Oh, uh, why? <laughs> yeah. As Karen, Dude, is fond of, as Karen is fond of saying, this is not going to end well. Well, here's here's a good example of why it's probably not. And I, I just heard this story uh, either today or yesterday. Some dipshit kid brought a gun to school. Mm -hmm. I don't think he had the intention of shooting anybody, but he was showing it to a couple classmates and it discharged. And I think it hit somebody. Uh -huh. I don't know if the person's dead or alive. I can't remember. But could you imagine if an accident like that happened? And now you have every teacher armed in the school running into that position <laughs> with guns drawn. Yeah. I mean, it's... Oh, God. It's not the kind of world you should aspire to live in. When you, <laughs> it just isn't. No. So I, I just don't understand how people cannot recognize that the answer to gun violence in this country <laughs> is not escalation. <laughs> like, how do you just... How can you not see that? Did you see Saturday Night Live this week? I haven't yet. There's the a Charles great Barkley? Yeah, there's a great sketch in there where a woman has a roach problem <laughs> in her house. Right. And Charles Barkley comes in, he goes, The answer to bad roaches is just more good roaches in your house. <laughs> and it's a bunch of roaches with little guns and shit shooting the bad roaches. <laughs> oh. And then they raise baby roaches and teach them how to shoot, and it's a whole fucking thing. 
the family sitting at dinner and all of a sudden there's gunshots coming from the cabinet and little holes appearing and they're like, well, there goes another bad roach. Like in all honesty, what the fuck is going on with white people? <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're getting outnumbered and they're getting nervous. Yeah, that yeah. is It is true. Listen, it, if you're not white and you're listening to the show, I hate to tell you this, but it is pretty cool being white. Like yeah. we can skate on a lot of shit that you don't have to. And for white people, what? How bad is it? Yeah. Like, like, what are you f- so fucking scared of? Oh, well, it's the same way that Christians are being persecuted. Mm. When you go from a hundred percent to ninety-five percent, you start getting scared because you don't want to slip down to like eighty percent. Because then you're going to have to start taking some responsibility for your actions. Well, even so, being white is still fantastic. You're not. You're not wrong in any way. Right. And we're still way ahead of the curve ethnically as far as getting away with shit as far as Mm. privilege goes but it's so good you don't even want to give up a little bit of ground so you want to dig in as quickly as possible so so is it that white people are like these people these certain white people they're afraid that like one day they may cross the street jaywalking and have three cops thrown to the ground yes like they do to black people or wouldn't it be better to be like Hey, how about we just not throw anybody to the fucking ground? <laughs> well, they, then we can all walk across the street and be happy. Well, they assume because they're bigots that everybody else is a bigot. So th- they assume. Yeah, when that th- th- when that, that pendulum happen. swings the other way, <laughs> and it's got to swing the other way. <laughs> it's, it should be gruesome. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're not saying like being white is awesome. <laughs> like we're no. saying like. Oh, the benefits that go along with being white and in charge are awesome. Right. And that nothing is it's it's not it hasn't changed at all for them as far as I can tell. Unless you're poor and white. If you're poor and white, what? (laughs) Well, being poor is just. Yeah. The the bottom of the. Yeah. It's hard from there. (laughs) Very difficult. Well, listen, I heard a disturbing. Where the fuck? Like I said, I've been deep in the weeds. And and this whole week with politics and shit like that about how these dumbass kids get radicalized into thinking like women are the problem Mm -hmm. and minorities are the problem. Usually it starts with them looking for dating advice on the Internet. (laughs) And then that then hear me out. Okay, I'm ready. So and that leads them down the path of like these websites that are like, well, it's not you. It's them. It's the women who are the problem, mm. right? The women are taking away men's power or, you know, why am I poor? Well, you're poor because of the immigrants. Like, and that's how they suck them in. And now there's a there's a certain class of men that call themselves involuntarily celibate. <laughs> or as I like to call it, can't get laid this week. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, and, so, th- so that's how they start to get into that machine and they start getting churned out like that because – I guess if you're dumb enough to be looking for dating uh, uh, dating advice on the internet, you're easily going to be swayed that way to believe it's not you. Like you're not an ugly, you're not an unsociable, stupid asshole. It's the <laughs> it's the women and the black people. Yeah, finding somebody else to blame is always. Yeah, I mean that's just a classic. Yeah, okay. right. But the but the difference is is now that they can join groups and make Reddit su- subreddits yeah. and <laughs> and all talk to each other and, and keep feeding shit into that machine. Right, and commi- right. commiserate and come up with the the storylines. Sure, I, I love the internet. You. I love the internet so much, but I really think it's destroying this world. <laughs> well, it's so much false data and so much false information and so much crap and, and just outright garbage that if you're not 
anticipating that and you're not ready to, you know, to tamp down the garbage, just like the people that fall for every uh, email scam that heads their way. It's like, oh my God, it's obviously a scam. Why can't you see that it's a scam? It's those same people, those 10% of people that failed our recent test at work and fell for the scam, the artificial scam. It's those same people that believe all this shit. They believe whatever is fed, fed to them. As long as it's packaged up in, in, in a format that meets their expectations, they, they drink it down. Mm, 10% seems small. That seems like a conservative yeah, percentage well, the, in this the 10% one. 10% was what we basically what we saw at work. So our security group put out <laughs> several messages saying, we're going to send out a fake piece of email. It is going to be a lure to try and deceive you into clicking this and giving us your username and password for your university ID so that we get your password. We're going to be sending this. Here's the day we're going to be sending it. We're going to be sending it this morning between 9 and 10 a.m. This is what it's going to look like. (laughs) Wow. 10% of the people still clicked on it and put in their their username and password. password. Right. Were they ones who were not paying attention to the announcement or? The announcements went to everyone. (laughs) So I, and I've what through email? Yes. <laughs> yes, through everybody, through email. So if they got one email, they got the other one. Unbelievable. 10% of them. 10% yeah. still fell for it. So you're correct. 10% is extremely low because if you don't mm. give them warnings, more people would have fallen for it. <laughs> right. That's 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 tough, but I mean, yeah, this is definitely an issue that I strongly support Jared on. I think the internet is too great a tool for mankind that we are not ready for it and we do not deserve it. Yeah, and it's it like is. someone dropped a Green Lantern ring in our laps, and yeah, we're just, and it's but just we're too much. stupid chimpanzees, right. and we're <laughs> well. I mean, it, it's especially worse, I think, for the younger generation. We at least grew up from the beginning of the internet. You, when you first got on the internet, it was still small and contained and didn't have that much on it. Can you imagine being dropped fresh into this internet? Good lord, and not yeah. having that prep time. Yeah, Whew. I, I, I cannot. <laughs> I, I agree. I think it's. I think it is socially and 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 so many levels going to work more against us as our undoing than than it does to to benefit us. But I I love it. I'm not. I won't. I won't deny that. I mean, for whatever reason, you know, my internet went out at ten o'clock last night, and you know, under normal circumstances, I'm up till midnight, uh, one in the morning. My internet went down at ten ten fifteen. I was in bed. <laughs> I was like, ah, no point in being awake now. <laughs> I mean, remember when it was just porn, email, and I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple chat rooms, a couple AOL chat rooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there wasn't like much who, to it. Yeah, who could have known? Mm-hmm. Like, the promise, I mean, listen, it does amazing things. I mean, we're in three different places, all talking to each other at the same time, you know. Live, yep. Live. We, If we wanted to, we could broadcast it. Or else like, we could do half a million other things. I mean, there are great things that could be done here. I can't even believe there was a time in my life where if I wanted to hear a song, I couldn't hear it instantly. <laughs> instantly. I'd have to wait yeah. to hear it on the radio. Call into a radio. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Motherfucking goddamn white people. <laughs> can't be all their fault, but I hear no, you. Just, just the whole thing. And you're right. And it, it just evol- and it's it seems to be developing and evolving just too fast. Like... To the point where, like you're saying, you know, I can't imagine not having everything I want instantly. Like, I can't imagine ages ago when I used to have to buy songs individually. Now I just give them, you know, $3.99 a month and I can listen to an unlimited catalog an unlimited amount of times. Yep. 
Well, do you remember when we went um, to... 99 cents per song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We went to the Dominican Republic a few years ago. (laughs) And we were completely offline for most of a week. Yeah. And for the first couple of days, it was very strange. (laughs) 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 And I remember the two of you trooping up to the the one place that had an internet connection so you could play that stupid goddamn game. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a slog. And I was doing weird stuff the first couple of days before I could completely relax. I was sitting in my room trying to... You know, listen to like watch Spanish language television in hopes that I could understand <laughs> some of it because I was like, ah, <laughs> we're so disconnected. But then, yeah, there was a pool with a bar in it, and we just kind of relaxed after that. <laughs> yeah, it did get significantly better after there was a swim up bar. Yep, <laughs> just, it, uh, we used to live like that. Well, not with a swim up bar, but you know what I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, I do, I do. I, I it, it is, it's. It's it's bizarre. I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it. It just becomes so quickly entrenched. You know, again, when the Verizon uh, outage happened, I was at work and I don't have Verizon. And my wife was like, hey, can I, you know, borrow your phone for, you know, two hours while you're at work? And I was like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. I was like, what's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> so, yeah, there's... It's amazing how Kid. quick you get used to things. Yep. Yeah. Well, Ian, you have, at least you have the unique perspective to watch a child grow up, hmm. you know, like this hmm. and see the difference between the way you grew up and how he's reacting to things. Like, how old How old is your son now? He's uh, He'll be four tomorrow. Do you, Does he have any kind of tablet or anything like that? Um, he does. He has very limited access to it, hmm. but he does have at least one, possibly two. How do you oh, really? how do you teach skepticism? Because that's what you need to go on the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think he's there yet. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it's a four year old who's ready for that yet. But right, I agree. Right now, I can control you know ninety five percent of what he has access to hmm. online. I would say, if not more than that. So you know, when I when he is allowed to use his tablet, it's not to get online. It's to do things like play educational games or watch uneducational videos <laughs> which I'm okay with but yeah you know I'm 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 a little underprepared and I'm a little nervous but uh but you're right it's it's hard because the way we have it set up at home is you know we we have we no longer we haven't had cable for a number of years mm-hmm. we stream all of our entertainment over the internet so when he goes to visit his grandparents <laughs> and they like he doesn't he can't grasp that he just can't you know will a show to be on cable mm. <laughs> <laughs> like he will be like grammy grammy put on some tom and jerry and she'll be like it's not on he'll be like i don't know what that means <laughs> what, what do you mean it's not on you just need to click the button that says tom and jerry and pull up whatever you want to watch and she was like uh Kids. what <laughs> She's like, I'll try to record it. I'll buy you a video. <laughs> Where'd that blockbuster go? <laughs> All right. If I don't get started, we're never going to get through the rest of these things. And there's a lot of stuff I want to mention. So uh, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna cut us off there. Yeah, I don't even know what I don't even know what we're on. Uh, we are almost on the state news. The first story. Uh, <laughs> we're still on Nazis on Steam. No. Yes. <laughs>
So I, I wanted to mention this real quick. Roy Moore, another Roy Moore follow-up. Maybe the last one. Who knows? I love this story. Please, God. Uh, apparently, he is now completely out of money and is begging online. I, I don't know that he's out of money. He's just begging online. Well, yeah, he's begging online. He doesn't want to put a, as much money as it's going to take. So he put a, a thing up saying, I trust that God will allow the truth to prevail because he's, <laughs> he's under attack by Washington, D.C. and San Francisco who hired lawyers in Birmingham and are attacking him. And it's going to cost him $100,000 to be able to have a legal defense fund. So he, he's asking for money online. Well, he's because he's getting sued in civil court now by one of these women. Right. Right, right. So So good on her. He's looking mm-hmm. at legal expenses that could run over $100,000. And uh, I love the fact that the one person who tweeted to him wrote him a check, and it was uh, for <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> well, the memo is, glad you lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> Did he ever finally concede? No. No, no, he never did. Nope. No, I assume that I, I was under the impression that that's what these that that's what he was pretending these legal bills were for. No. Not for the, the civil suits. No, he's saying he's being sued for defamation by one of those evil, evil women. Uh, okay, I thought he was still saying that he's going to get an, another official recount and <laughs> no. prove no. that he won. Done. <laughs> Nobody's going to fall for that. But yeah, he, uh, in the same post, he blamed his uh, legal woes on gays, lesbians, transgenders, and those who believe in abortion, sodomy, and destruction. Wow. <laughs> okay. Abortion, sodomy, <laughs> and destruction, the three evils. <laughs> He's trying to raise 250000 Oh, is he? Uh, yeah. I just clicked on the Facebook link. Oh. oh. <laughs> Don't give that man clicks. <laughs> Uh, clicking on doesn't give him money. True. <laughs> yeah, most Facebook is posting ads and getting paid for that. Uh, so also uh, over, also in the South, over in Mississippi, they just approved a bill. So this is going to the governor's desk, I think. That is uh, yeah. the abortion banning abortion after 15 weeks, which is the most restrictive abortion law. Uh, in the country, and they seem to be completely proud of that. Uh, the governor has said that he would sign the bill, and he says, I, I have repeatedly said I want Mississippi to be the safest place in America for unborn children. <laughs> so, send money to Planned Parenthood. Send money to the ACLU. Send money uh, to people see? that will fight them. Don't live in Mississippi. I Don't heard live in Mississippi. <laughs> that the purpose of this bill was indirectly for that purpose. They are hoping that groups will object to this, sue, mm-hmm. that it'll make it to the Supreme Court, and it will give them precedent to 7-2 overturn Roe versus Wade. Mm. Wow, that is a lot of forward thinking. They, they got to have a couple, couple clever guys on their side. <laughs> yeah, and it's a possibility. I don't know... How? I mean, the Supreme Court is usually loath to overturn a previous Supreme Court ruling. There would have to be a very good argument. And by usually, you mean it, it would be unprecedented. Yes. Right. Oh, God. If that got... Do you, do you know what would go on in this country if that got over... It, it would yeah. be a fucking bloodbath. And as we have said before, vote. Go out, vote. Vote every time you can. Vote. A bloodbath of <laughs> what? Abortion doctors being murdered? No, no, no. I'm talking about people rising up and in the streets and 
and, and uh, rioting and just being completely pissed. I mean, it would be insane if they did that. I'm talking the liberals would be doing this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Misplaced faith in liberals makes me chuckle every episode. <laughs> Ian, they are Ian, never going to do anything. Ian, 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 I'm telling you, I've been deep in the weeds, man. Following <laughs> shit, following congressional races in fucking Texas, man. More Democrats came out than ever to yeah. vote for this shit, to vote for that uh, better yeah. O'Rourke. It, it is possible a, a Democrat might win in Texas. It's tough. It's going to be tough. But be I'm tough. telling you, man. There is a a blue wave coming. Yeah. There a are more people. Blue wave oh. of impotence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll do nothing. All right. They're you want to so, put money so on disheartened. it? You want to put money on it? Mm. I'm tempted. <laughs> a, a gentleman's bet of five dollars. Well, what's mm. what's the wager? Right. I say that I'll go full blown out. I'll say Democrats take control of the House next year and the Senate. Just the house. No, the Senate's tough, man. I, I'm not gonna. I can't. That's like throwing five dollars out and outside and hoping to pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> the house, though. Right. The house, definitely. I mean, fuck it. Pencil- I'll say Senate too. If you, I'll put my money. I'll put my money where my mouth is. There you go. I was gonna say. Now you're talking. I was like, I, I don't see that the the Democrats taking control of the house is improbable or in any way spectacular. Again, with our pendulum swinging reference from mm-hmm. earlier. But I mean. Whenever you suggest that they're going to respond with force, like, it's laughable. They're always ta- like, okay, well, wait. if we just take the moral high ground, I'm sure. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking, maybe we're talking about two different things. I'm yeah. talking about the people. Are you talking about the actual politicians? Uh, I, no, aren't they, I guess, I thought it was kind of a, a one in the same situation. The politicians are, I guess it would be even worse, but. Well, I would, I would keep in mind that there, there are more women running than have ever run before by a huge numbers in in local and state for the most part, but some federal seats. People are energized. True by Trump. <laughs> I, it's just I, Ian. I, I understand your skepticism, and I it's am. probably well. It is well founded, and probably will serve you better than the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I hope that people are so shaken by the horrible horrible mistake they made. When they put Donald Trump in office, that they are going to work double overtime to get things, to get the ship righted again. But, <laughs> boy, it just doesn't feel like that. I mean, not- look what happened with with down in Parkland. Now, mm. granted, I don't think there's going to be ever a ban on guns in this country or anything like that. But the backlash against the NRA mm-hmm. in the past couple of weeks is fucking insane. Something I thought I would never see. And these kids, holy crap. Yeah, they're all over the place. They ain't stopping. No. I agree. <laughs> these companies that are like, fu- uh, we're done with it. We don't even, what is the, N- what the fuck is the NRA? Why do they have so much power? <laughs> right. <laughs> they, but beyond that, what did you just tell me what they've achieved? More guns in school. Awesome. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, now, wait a minute. That's Florida. And that's yeah. Parkland. <laughs> it's Parkland. Yeah. That's a weird state. <laughs> right. That's where this happened. Yeah, I think after Parkland and after the the, the state the government's reaction to it, I don't think the elections are going to go well for the government in Florida next time around. I, Boy, that state's a wild card. I'll, I'll give you guys is. a pass either way on that. I really – I would never ask you to predict what's going to happen in Florida or Arizona. Like that's that's just <laughs> – that's too much. But – uh I guess. No, and, and it's very possible. I really, I really, really hope things start to level out uh, in this country. I just, I don't think that this sinister plan by Mississippi to overturn Roe versus Wade is 
completely impossible, mm. nor do I think that there would be significant backlash if it did happen. Yeah, and Pence agrees with you that it is very possible. Last Tuesday, Pence said he, well, he predicted that abortion would end in the United States in our time. He thinks, no he thinks, fucking way. he thinks that all of us, if all of us can do all that we can, uh, we can restore the sanctity of life in the, to the center of American law. He, that, I mean, he didn't say it, but this is what he's talking about. He's talking about Roe versus Wade and overturning yeah, it. Right. He thinks it's, it's very possible. So, well, but I mean, the Supreme Court in January, they rejected a bill that would ban most abortions after 20 weeks. So, no, sorry, that was the U.S. Senate. The Supreme Court rejected twice before a North Dakota law that banned abortions as early as six weeks and an Arkansas law that banned abortions at 12 weeks. Right. So it's been tossed out before. There's precedent for tossing it out. And there's there's established case law making abortion legal. So <laughs> Right. And now that he is – now that it has been well established, just the seemingly unlimited amount of crazy, despicable shit – Mm. That you can get away with in Trump's first year. Imagine when President Pence in the next two years that mm. he has, he'll go crazy with his religious dogma. Ugh. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, they may get it overturned, but they will pay for that shit in the end. There's no fucking way people are just going to go, okay, well, I guess that's the way it is. And accept <laughs> that. I'm sorry. There are more of us than there are of them, Ian. But we always do that. We just roll over and go, oh, well. No, I'm telling you, I sense sense a difference. I sense a difference this time. Uh, (laughs) Your spidey sense is tingling for the wrong reason. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he was right about Trump, so. uh. Getting elected? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I sense something was different then, too. I go down that Dave Chappelle route. Did you get what he said about Trump? He said Trump may be the thing that straightens this fucking country yeah, out. This is true. Mm. I like the way he's thinking. <laughs> I'm not sure I agree. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's dicey. It's very, <laughs> yeah, very, very dicey. Look, I don't know how many more bullets this fucker can dodge. It is <laughs> it is getting he's, hairy over there. Yeah, he is uh, dizzyingly guilty. Yes. I mean, well, yesterday his press secretary acknowledged at the podium that he paid a porn star to shut her up functionally functionally yeah, <laughs> she didn't the, say those words gone. but yeah, she, she, she is that bitch is she gone. is not lasting very long at all <laughs> no. uh before before is, we get on to trump though i want to get through the, the right. state stuff okay oh no <laughs> oh, I, I don't mention this ohio atheist there's an atheist in ohio who's suing the court because they told him that he had to go to aa now this guy's story man he is not he is not the type of person that I want as a spokesperson because he was convicted of drug possession and theft. He stole five hydrocodone pills from an outpatient clinic where he was working as a pharmacist. So he's a pharmacist. He stole five hydrocodone pills, which are not, they're not anything that that great. Uh, I got 10 in my cabinet right now. I, I have probably a dozen. Um, so he he was also convicted of tampering with evidence because he swallowed four of the five pills while conf- <laughs> when confronted by Plinko's security guards. So And he was a pharmacist? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking nutty but yeah. th- that alone is crazy but go on <laughs> so he was convicted of the of these crimes and he was he was uh told that he had to attend participate in the 12-step program with aa 
And since they are religious-based, he claims this is a violation of his First Amendment rights, and he's filed a lawsuit to uh, get out of it. And not really get out of it. He he wants to... Alternate program. Right. Yeah. A different program. Any program that's not religious. So I wish him luck, but man, start making better decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and was it in Cal... There's a, there was a, uh, a Buddhist filed a similar lawsuit in California... And the state agreed that he could enroll in a secular treatment center. Yes. So there is precedence. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. The, what is it? The the first law is um, give over your power to God or some such nonsense. You, you're yeah. not in control. You, well, you have to submit to a higher power. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> do you think it's religious? <laughs> but what do you, what do you do in a situation like this? Like in a state like Mississippi, which it, probably doesn't have a substitute program. I don't know. I would have to look around. In a previous episode, we had discussed the multiple nationwide. I don't know if they exist in you know every state, but mm. I, I would uh, some simple Google searches brought up some that were you know around here and nationwide. So I don't know. I would hope you'd be able to find someone, right? Because there are a few nationwide, right? But you need something that's in your town. You, you can't do. be traveling for two hours, yeah. twice a week. That kind of sucks. Again, back to the abortion thing. Mississippi has one abortion clinic. So yeah. that's that's what we're fighting Ooh. for. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Got that state. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, over in Maryland, I wanted to follow up on this. We mentioned a 40-foot-tall cross that is in the middle of town. I don't have the town in front of me. Bladensburg. Bladensburg, Maryland. Uh, it's a 40-foot cross, and they say that it is in no way a, a symbol of a religion. The old secular cross. Argument. Yeah, they, wow. they say it's a World War One memorial known as the Peace Cross. It's all about peace and has nothing to do with religion. It's a forty foot cross, uh, but but it's been up since nineteen twenty five, right? Which <laughs> still a giant cross. So the, it has a plaque that says what it's for, but it's located on one side of the base, which has it has bushes around it, so you can't see the plaque. It's a forty mm. foot cross. So in any case, they have been told that they need to take it down by a uh, judge. I don't, I can't find it here, but by a, I, I believe it's a appellate judge. So once again, making progress. Yeah. Mm. They're not fighting this. Oh, they're still fighting. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, they just agreed? No. The the full appeals court said there was no reason to re revisit the decision. So Yeah. So hopefully this so decision far. is going to stand. Who knows if they're, they're going to take it uh, further. I don't know at this point where they can appeal. If they plan to take this to the Supreme Court as well? <laughs> yeah. I hear they're busy. <laughs> <laughs> they got cross monuments <laughs> cases piling up. I just thought it was relevant because we talked about this before and it, it made it back into the news. Right. That thing is fucking massive, though. Yeah, that is shit. Yeah. Dude, if that fell on a car, whew, it's a danger. <laughs> That's why I need to get yeah. rid of it. <laughs> uh, back to Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Alabama Senate approved a bill allowing Ten Commandments to be displayed on public property. So again, they don't have a good uh, budget approved. However, we can definitely have discussion and votes on whether or not you can put Ten Commandments on public property. And they passed it. But strangely, it goes to the House of Representatives. But it says the bill would have to be approved by voters to go into effect. That's odd. Yeah, this is Alabama. Of course, it'll be approved by the voters of Alabama. Why would it go to the voters, though? This seems odd. Not all laws go to voters. Very few good laws actually go to voters. Well, it depends on, you know, how the state constitution is set up. Oh, this is probably an exception to the constitution. That's why it needs to go to the public. That would make sense. Oh, it's a constitutional amendment. It's not a law. Wow. Okay. There you go. 
Yeah. Uh, hopefully it doesn't pass the House and it'll just fade away. Mm. But the Senate approved it. And again, this is state House and Senate right. in Alabama. Also in Alabama, I, this took me by surprise. So they haven't approved, they haven't signed any marriage licenses in the in the uh, Pike County, Alabama since February 9, 2015. That was when the federal judge <laughs> struck down Alabama's ban on same-sex marriage. So as soon as the ban on same-sex marriage was struck down, this court decided, well, we're just not going to do marriage then. Yep. That's part of their job. Uh, nope. They're trying to make Taking it Taking my not. court and going home. <laughs> yep. I see Roy Moore's name in here. Oh, good Lord. Yes, uh, because he was the... Uh, he was what, the, the chief justice, who told them that they were not bound by a federal court ruling. Oh, he's the one and that told them. they said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's his fault. Nice. So Alabama is trying to, in their major population centers, they are trying to do away with the government doing marriage certificates in any way. What? They they wanted to, uh, there's a bill going to the Alabama House where they are going to try and make it so that it's a contract between two people. It's no longer an official marriage supported by the state. The state just wants you to sign a contract and uh, they'll file it for you. Okay. But what's the difference? Are you that fucking scared? <laughs> if they have well, to file it for you. They're not married in the eyes of God. <laughs> right. The, the 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 state isn't participating in any marriage. So since they've been told that due to federal law, if they're doing marriage, they have to support same-sex marriages, they're getting out of the marriage business. Wait, wait, wait. And they're just filing <laughs> contracts. It's such a weird thing, though, because, like, what? Like, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think how to word this properly because I had this thought in my head. Like, if you decide, if you're a gay couple and you want to get married and no priest will perform this ceremony for you, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But the state gives you a marriage license. In the eyes of God, are you married? Well, in the eyes of God, it depends on your religion. Right. I, it, okay. So now if you take away, <laughs> you change it so they're, they're, not, they're not married by the state. They have this uh, contract. But a priest does marry them. Are they married in the eyes of This is so fucking stupid. Well, I, Agreed. Th- I mean. Th- th- Someone sat at night and wrote this down. <laughs> For the most part, I think same-sex marriage is not about in the eyes of God. It's about who can visit me in the hospital and make decisions on my behalf. It's about who will inherit my property when I die. It's about all the things that married people get just because they have that piece of paper that they can't normally get. Or it's really hard to get. And there's tax advantages and there's all kinds of different things that come along with marriage that are the responsibility of the state. So the state has to do those things. They have to give them the ability to visit the hospital and, and inherit each other's property. So they are participating in the secular side of the marriage. They don't ever participate in the God side of the marriage, if one exists. So this whole thing is just weird. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's so convoluted. Like, it's they're still married. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they still have all those benefits that are the thing that, for, the, that for, for a lot of them, that's really what they're trying to get to. Wow. So there was one senator who voted against this, and he said that he thinks it cheapens the value of the most sacred relationship in the world. <laughs> so that's why he voted against Has it. Has he been divorced two or three times? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Hey, listen, gay people, if you want to get married in Pike County, come to Pike County, Pennsylvania, and we'll marry you here. Aunt Debbie will do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Aunt Debbie. <laughs> one stop shopping. <laughs> 
Actually, probably not. I think Aunt Debbie's a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving over to North Carolina, so I, I just because Billy Graham, I had to mention yeah. this. Oh, that turd! <laughs> so they are removing. They have been. They were told that uh, Charles Icock, Acock. I don't know who this is. <laughs> Apparently, he's either a, one is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he is a, a Civil War. There's a Civil War monument. Of course, he was with the Confederacy, uh, so it's this big Confederate statue to this guy, right? And they are going to be removing it. So they are going to the, the while well, they're trying, to replace it with a statue of Billy Graham. How is that better? <laughs> well, it seems like a lateral move to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going yeah, to agree with you. I was trying to figure out better, worse, better, lateral. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he didn't do things as bad, but it was a lot more recent, so kind of evens out. He really, really hated different minorities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, anyway, that's all I have for North Carolina. They're just replacing one statue with another awful statue. One statue of a bigot with another statue of a bigot? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap, Jared. Jared I was going to say, I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> Tell me he doesn't look like Dan Aykroyd, nothing but trouble. <laughs> Is that really? That's not like a... That's Dan Aykroyd. Okay. That's Dan Aykroyd in Nothing But Trouble. That's not anybody real. Okay. <laughs> I was terrified for a second. Good. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> yeah, but that really looks like the picture of Billy Graham that's on this website. <laughs> yeah, it, yep, it does. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, so I'm moving over. I mentioned this in the beginning. Utah. This is amazing. So the governor of Utah realizes that with all the, the wildfires that happened in California, Utah is vulnerable to wildfires. So he has sent out a letter to religious leaders across the state asking them to pray for snow this coming weekend. <laughs> So he believes that, and, and likely true, that a nice covering of snow, because they hadn't had a covering of snow this uh, apparently in the, the area, he believes that a nice covering of snow will reduce the possibility of wildfires throughout the state of Utah. And uh, so he's asking the religious leaders to petition God to uh, put a layer of snow down so that the, it'll save the state of Utah. Now, as it just so happens, forecast came out last week and predicted snow this weekend. Oh, so it's going to work. <laughs> so amazingly, God might answer their prayers. You cannot petition Was he doing anything else prayer. besides this to help? Or was this his whole plan? Yeah, what else can uh, you do? But was it, I'm saying, like, well, were they like, hey, we're also preparing planes with foam and, you know, whatever. He was like, no, I got a great plan. We're just going to have the religious leaders pray for snow and we'll be, we'll be covered. <laughs> like, I'm hoping it was like an off-the-cuff remark after he said what he was actually doing and be like, hey, and on top of that, could the religious leaders pray for snow? Oh, no. There's there's a whole letter. Scroll down. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. So I don't see of any other thing that he has done, and he did say that first and foremost, thank he wanted to thank our creator for the extraordinary blessings that we enjoy as a state, but also to encourage the elements to be tempered upon our behalf. <laughs> uh, Didn't wasn't it the governor of Utah or of Texas that prayed for rain? Yeah, that was uh, what's his name? Yeah, our Rick, glasses Rick, boy, yeah. Rick Perry. Rick Perry. Rick Perry. Yeah. Oh. Isn't this defying God's will? I mean, God controls the weather, right? Yeah, I don't know how they think petitioning him is going to help. Was well, God not paying attention to Utah? And he was like, oh, <laughs> hey, shit, sorry, guys. Here's some snow. Mm. <laughs> Get a couple thousand people or, you know, the really religious, the right people. Mm. It's like, 
God has a hell? Facebook page, and if I get enough likes, I won't burn down Utah. <laughs> <laughs> How am I not governor of Utah? Because you don't live there? Uh, I just can't believe this guy's a fucking governor. And he, like, took the time to pen this letter. Are you a Mormon? Well, you gotta no. be a Mormon. Have you considered oh. Mormonism? Wait, you're Jewish. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're... <laughs> oh, shit. Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> I more or less was stating that I feel like I'm smarter than this guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, how am I not, how am I not running the planet? <laughs> I just don't understand. I'm just too lazy. You haven't applied yourself, Jared. Yeah. Are you too poor? Well, that oh, could be it, too. Yeah, yeah. That, that helps. Yeah. That's a qualifier. <laughs> All right. That's all I have in state news. There was one piece of international news that I wanted to bring up in ah. Bangladesh. We we had a story about uh, Bangladesh last week. Th- this guy I, I was unaware of, a prominent teacher, writer, promoter of secular values uh, in the university in the northeastern city of Bangladesh. He was giving a speech and a Muslim student came up behind him and stabbed him in the head multiple times. Wow. Whoa. So, hey, be careful out there. We had mentioned over in, 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 this, in, in Bangladesh that uh, the atheists being attacked. You know, hmm. attacked and persecuted and, yeah, stabbed in the head now. Now, this guy is alive because, as it turns out, you have a skull and stabbing in the head really right. only gives you, like, you know, serious bleeding. But, uh, guy must yeah. have, the kid must have watched uh, The Walking Dead where it's just, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Yeah, they always seem to pull their knives out very easily. Mm. Uh, spoken like someone who stabbed someone else in the head. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it yeah, the the Walking Dead's silly in that regard. But yeah, mm. this guy, I I feel bad for this guy, but phew, I I just can't even imagine. I mean, you know, we we do this podcast, and mm. and you know, I I have a couple conversations here and there, but I can't even imagine trying to have that conversation in a, in a place like Dhaka in Bangladesh. That's just no, I was taking your life in your hands. Yeah, that's you, crazy. You yeah, I mean, really, way braver than I ever would be. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so kudos to this guy. Yeah. So uh, that is all that I really have apart from the national Trump scene. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about it a little bit, the, the whole Stormy Daniels thing. Like we said, the one thing I wanted to mention, Sanders, I don't think she's long for the White House. No. no. Not after nope. basically admitting uh, everything, but which I don't quite understand either because his lawyer admitted everything. Well, his lawyer said that he personally paid off Stormy Daniels and that it wasn't true. She didn't sleep with him, but he paid her off just to avoid the scandal. And it was only $130,000. It was worth just to keep her quiet. That was his story. And he never got reimbursed for it. And he never got reimbursed for it. Uh, But what Melania... Not Melania. Sorry. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Poor Melania. Yeah, I feel really bad for... Oh, I kind of feel bad for this woman. I also think she's a fool, but that's a different story. Right. Um, I was going to say, I don't feel that bad. Yeah. Because you thought she was marrying for love. (laughs) No, no. And the press secretary, she came out and said that um, the president won in arbitration. And all all the people in the press pool went, uh, what? Arbitration? What arbitration? What are you talking about? And she went, oh, crap. So, well, not only that, I heard that the arbitration was a private arbitration that Stormy Daniels was not at. Right. Which, according to the contract, they were allowed to do, according to somebody on CNN. Right. But mm. yeah, private, hush, those, those laws are weird. I mean, whatever is written in the document, if she agreed to it, she agreed to it. Doesn't mean that if they go into a court of law that it'll be upheld, but in an arbitration, yeah, it's what's on the piece of paper. I know this is such a messy situation. Like mm. one, 
we have a president that has an AKA. <laughs> right. Are you fucking kidding me? But uh, the fact that he didn't sign the NDA is weird. Mm-hmm. And why, well, if it wasn't true, why would you need an NDA? Right. He might have signed it, but he did. He didn't send her a copy of the signed agreement. He might have signed it, and only Cohen has it. So it could, does that nullify it if she doesn't have a copy? I don't think Apparently, so. No. I mean, she's got a lawyer. He seems to know what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're gonna sue the fucking president. You better have something. Right. I think that the the real case point that they have is that um, Cohen talked about it already. He already disclosed the fact that it exists. So it's already public. But then I heard they're saying that because she actually took the money, that means she agreed to the terms of the of the contract. Right. But then Cohen talked about it to the press after that. Uh, who knows? First of all, doesn't $130,000 seem very low? Yes. Like, very. she must not be too into – because I would, I would have been like, $130,000, you better be paying me fucking millions yeah. to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, agreed. It should have been a lot more than that. I don't know if they strong-armed her into it. I mean, Cohen has, has been a fixer for a while. He knows how to manipulate people. Yeah, they call him the fixer. I don't I don't think he warrants that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's way out of his league is the problem. He's been yeah. dealing in, you know, with, with people not of this caliber. All of a sudden, he's exceedingly out of his league. Yeah, he's a fucking mob lawyer. Yeah, basically. He's not a, going up against Robert Mueller, buddy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work out well. <laughs> Little different than going up against like a union lawyer or a construction firm lawyer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the same Gary Cohn in that interview who just kept saying, says who? Right. <laughs> to the CNN reporter. <laughs> which he was like, Paul, say you're Louis. He's like, says who? <laughs> uh, unnamed sources. <laughs> the whole thing is just so tawdry. To use an old well, word. But the reason the reason that it's important, the reason that mm. everybody well, not maybe not everybody, but the reason a lot of people are talking about it is because this happened shortly before the election. They paid her to not say anything so that it didn't come out before the election. So this is influencing the election. Right. It's a big deal. I mean, that is illegal if if not done in the proper way. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't there something too about the about the money? Yes. That the money might have been paid through the through the campaign fund or some bullshit like that, right? I, I Which that heard, would be illegal as well. Yeah, I haven't heard that recently. I don't know where if if Cohen ever got. I mean, Cohen took it out of his pocket initially, by the sounds of it. I don't know if anybody ever reimbursed him, but guaranteed, Trump did not take it out of his pocket. So was it out of the campaign fund? Maybe was it out of his charity fund? Maybe was it out of some other philanthropist that backs him? Maybe. But in any of those cases, it counts as um, camp- what is it? Not campaign support. It, it goes against campaign finance rules because it it was a paying of money that furthered and it advanced his capability of becoming president, kind of thing. And it's one hundred thirty thousand dollars. It's over the, the the limits, all of them. <laughs> hmm. I don't have any more lasers. This guy can tiptoe over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he can't be good at tiptoeing. <laughs> I mean, Gary Cohen is leaving. Hope Hicks is leaving. Mm. He's got nobody left. I heard about this Russian prostitute that's in jail in Thailand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That claims she's got information on this. Yeah, that anybody who can get her out can have her story. And tapes. Yeah. yeah. And tapes. Yeah. I heard that as well. That's that's so seems a little shady, but <laughs> I'm curious. Well, they have pictures of her with that Russian oligarch guy. I forget which one. There's so many of them in the news now. <laughs> uh, that kind of th- that has everybody peaked. Otherwise, it would have just been like, well, what does she know? But like, they're like, oh shit, she's actually spent time with this guy. Mm. On top of that, Stormy Daniels claims she's got text and video, which she was supposed to have destroyed by terms of the agreement. 
But <laughs> wait a minute. But I thought he didn't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so confusing. It is. <laughs> I'm interested about the story of uh, Jared Kushner in United Arab Emirates. There is a story about he met with representatives in the White House trying to get money for his business, didn't get the money, and then didn't back them not invading or somebody. I didn't quite follow the whole thing, but he's in deep shit about That's something. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted money for 666 Park Avenue. Right. Because They said no, and then a month later, they got fucked on some deal. Right. So he's using whether they support his business as uh, a decision point as to whether they're supported in the government. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, you want to make another bet? <laughs> oh, no. About what? I don't know if this is a long shot or if this is a, if this is a gimme for me. Five dollars that Jared Kushner flips on his father. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. I w- it is tough because I don't know a ton about Jared Kushner. I think it's highly more likely that Trump will pardon him. So he won't well, he's got to get convicted of something first. True. Well, not really. I mean, he he, uh, he pardoned uh, Sheriff Arpaio before he was actually convicted. He was found guilty, but not sentenced. I guess it was. I don't know. You don't put mm. all this pressure on Jared Kushner mm. unless you want. To. Like, who is Jared Kushner? He's a fu- he's fucking nobody. Well, he's a I yeah, don't know. Silver spoon, rich boy. Right, but I'm saying like you know he may have he's well he's definitely broken some laws. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like to put this much effort on Kushner. I don't know. I don't know. I think Trump. I first of all, I think Trump would throw him to the wind if he could. But Ivanka. Oh, Ivanka, she'll fucking dump his ass in a second. You think? Oh yeah, come on. That was that was a goddamn. That was a Tyrell Lannister marriager from the beginning. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You're saying that he will flip or that he won't flip? I'll put Wait. the bet down saying that he will flip. Oh, that seems really likely. <laughs> that Mueller, that Mueller is piling this shit on. He is piling it on. There is nobody who, I guess, again, maybe with the exception of Paul Manafort, who's going to go to prison, mm. who meets with Mueller. And then doesn't resign a week later. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Every single one of them. Dude, and all those people, they must know something's going on. Gary Cohn's like, well, I got tax cuts. I got to get the fuck out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> well, Done. A- after the whole tariff thing, he's like, oh, no, got to go. <laughs> nope. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's another. Thing. Everyone's saying they're like, yeah, the there's good people on both sides. Was it enough to get Jewish Gary Cohn the quit? But. Tariffs on steel? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm out of here, man. You, you've crossed a line with me, Donald Trump. Meanwhile, I mean, the tariffs, they, the, the tariffs make no sense whatsoever. The Republicans don't want it. No. The, the Democrats don't want it. Most of, of his staff told him that he should not be doing this, but he's still doing it. Well, he's doing so, it. He's already scaled, he's scaled it back already. Yep. He scaled it back some, that is true, but I I really so there was an interview on Vice News uh, earlier this week. They were talking to a representative, actually the representative from Allegheny County, uh, Pittsburgh, and they were asking him about his view on the tariffs. And he's like, "Well, I think the tariffs would be great for Pittsburgh because uh, bringing it would bring more steel jobs back to this area." And he was asked about this because he's a Democrat, and they're asking him, "Well, you're you know you're siding with Trump?" And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." He's like, Trump has done 99 things I hate and one that that I might like. Don't don't say that I'm siding with Trump because he happens to be doing one thing that I like. Uh, And why would you like that guy? I'm curious if Trump is doing this. To get to help get Sacone elected, he that's has what put, I keep hearing. He mm. has put his name behind Sacone, and he's trying to get as many Pittsburgh votes as he can. 
by for, by doing the steel tariff thing and saying, see, I'm trying to bring jobs back for you. So to what end has no one been to Pittsburgh? <laughs> They've fully recovered. Yeah, yes. they're fine. They are doing it, better than they were doing when they were making steel. I yeah. agree. That's what I keep hearing, too, is that one that they're saying, I bet you once this Pennsylvania, it's the 13th. Oh, I don't know anymore. Uh, whatever it is. I think so. It, when, that's, when that's over and done with, you're not going to hear one more thing about these tariffs. But they're saying that the tariff thing is not playing so well down there because Pittsburgh is doing so well and steelworkers are not struggling. Right. right. No one wants their steel jobs back. They've gotten – they've, you know, reeducated themselves. They brought in new industry. And the, the number of businesses that the tariff is – Gonna going hurt. to hurt is just massive. Yeah. And it's like, going to start a trade war so that uh, right. they're talking about selling American cars in Europe. They're going to put a tariff on on the car manufacturers. That'll be a problem. <laughs> trade right. wars are easy to win. <laughs> That's why everybody does them. Jesus. They're so simple. And There's always a winner do, in a trade war. He's going to do it in a loving way. So, Because <laughs> <you know. laughs> he's hitting aluminum too. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. anybody but, who makes anything... That goes in a can. Yeah. But aluminum is, going is only 10%, though, which was but interesting. still, yeah. a 10% increase on, you know, for, you know, Molson Coors, Anheuser-Busch, yeah. Campbell's. <laughs> Coke. Coke. Pepsi. Mm. Anybody who puts anything in a can. Can you put carbonated beverages in cardboard? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I have a, a quick question, though. And sure. again, because it seems like every week I just learn something new about how our country works. <laughs> Tariffs is that the the president can just be like I'm doing tariffs and then it's done thing it doesn't have to go through any other body it doesn't but I saw today that that there are countermeasures that can be imposed Jeff Flake is proposing legislation right now that will nullify Trump's tariff in that he put on steel and aluminum hmm. okay but prior to this is that how tariffs worked the president was like I'm going to put a tariff on this and then people are like. Okay, there's a tariff on it now. I don't I know. Guess. I think that the I think that this is uh what uh, uh you know I think that's how it's just a something he can put in with his executive orders mm. and hope okay. that he you know the Congress can't get enough support to override his veto when they try to nullify his executive order. Mm. So, uh, but a tariff is actually a tax. So it's going to the federal. The money goes to the federal government, right? But it, it results in an increase to anything that is manufactured out of steel or, or aluminum. That comes from any country other than Canada and Mexico. The people that he's arguing with in NAFTA just doesn't make any sense. So who is the so the target is China, who is dumping cheap steel. He's not wrong about that. I think that. the target was Hope Hicks because he was pissed off about her leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with Jared. I didn't know that this was something that apparently you can do just about anything with an executive order as long as it holds up. And you mm. don't either have a judicial ruling against you or have a, a two-thirds, something that can override your, your veto when the legislation comes, you know, comes back. I, this is news to me. I thought tariffs always came from Congress. Mm. But I'm telling you, well, good I luck, think buddy. he's doing it just to get Sacone in office, just so he gets another another seat, another supporter. But he, well, they're saying that is a dead heat right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but he, he he won't back down because he can't be wrong. So I don't know what he does after the after the fact, unless it is you know just a double bonus for him. He gets to do he because this is one of the things he promised in when he was running was you know tariff on foreign True. steel. So it's kind of a, you know it, two birds one stone yeah. kind of thing. Just so, so stupid. So far out of control. 
He needs to be stopped. Yeah, he really I'm does. I'm totally pulling for Kim Jong-un at this point. <laughs> that better turn out to be a trap. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is about that, I mean, Kim Jong-un, the, the North Koreans in general are very uh, political and careful about how they do things, and Trump is not. So they're going to go in there and promise him things, stroke his ego, and he's going to go, woohoo, we win, see? And they're going to continue to do shit, and he won't believe it because he, he trusts him because he had a conversation with him. It's going to be a disaster, and it's not going to stop anything. If Kim's smart, he'll just walk in there and be like, man, you are way better looking in person yep. than I can imagine, and then it's going to be- Look how tall you oh, are. Oh, you can keep doing nuke tests. He's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I, I, I had flashes of uh, South, South Park. Park. Like yep. he's gonna go in there and be like, "Oh no, I can't stop you with your big American penis, <laughs> so big." <laughs> and Trump will be like, "Yeah, my huge hands, here I come." <laughs> Is that an actual episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it was. I think it's a Pokemon themed episode. <laughs> when they realize that Pokemon is some sort of like mind control for children, and every time they they call them on it, uh, the manufacturers are like, "Oh, Americans have such big penises," and they're like, "Oh, thanks, everything's cool." <laughs> uh, so the last thing, real quick, I wanted to bring up the I mentioned before the fact that Trump has not done anything to fight the the Russian uh, meddling and how mm -hmm. that's a complete dereliction of duty, and so. In 2016, money was allocated to the State Department specifically for, for this. The State Department has $120 million allocated to counter foreign efforts to meddle in elections or sow distrust in democracy. So they have $120 million that they could spend. They have spent absolutely none of it. Mm -hmm. Well, the, what was the one guy hasn't been ordered to do anything, right? Correct. The head of the NSA or one of the... Yeah. Yeah. So the State Department, though, that's under Tillerson. Mm. So he has 23 analysts that are working on the Global Engagement Center, uh, which is tasked with countering Moscow's disinformation campaign. None of them speak Russian. <laughs> and, the, and the department hiring freeze prevents them from recruiting any computer experts. So <laughs> it's going really well. Well, it's uh. run by the same Rex Tillerson that received the Russian... A you know, peace award or some such thing? That 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 guy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything. That's just a you know. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is all <laughs> Tillerson. Yeah. Well, it's He'll, he's going to be. I don't know who's going to be gone soon for him or Sanders because he's not getting that debt deal. Exxon Mobil is not getting that deal with Russia, and that is the only reason he's there. Did you hear this thing about how he was how Trump was originally going to go with Mitt Romney and I had supposedly. Russia was like, no. no, we don't want him. We want Rex Tillerson. <laughs> As the head of the State Department. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, Trump is saying, though, that, that it's under control. It's handled. You know, we're going to not allow Russian meddling. The problem is, it really is that there is no leadership. He has to set the tone and he has to tell people that it's important to him and they need to take care of it. And here's the, you know, here's our direction that we're going to go. Go do that. He has provided none of that guidance. So, this is indicative of the the lack of leadership, and that means there's a whole lot of things that are falling off the plate. There's a oh, whole lot of yeah. intelligent stuff that the United States usually catches that's going to stop working after a while. Once you get this kind of disorganization and disassociation in an organization, 
shit stops working. Yeah. How many businesses have you worked for that if there's no leadership from the top, it's just chaos underneath. That's our government now. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. If they could just change two words in these reports that they're giving them, if they just said Russia was meddling in our election to make Hillary Clinton the president, mm. this shit would be shut down in a month. It would. <laughs> but I still don't think, though, he is capable of providing the leadership necessary to get people moving in the right direction. Well, Even no, because if- he doesn't care <laughs> right even if he was motivated by you know changing you know what the russians were trying to do it doesn't matter he still can't lead them he's used to he's used to leading offices of 13 people not 13,000 or however many or 130,000 whatever works for the united states government probably 1.3 million <laughs> uh you had mentioned that he had said publicly about well we're going to you know we'll, we'll preempt them we'll stop them mm. you know in the midterms meanwhile tillerson said to fox news if it's their intention, referring to the Russian threat, if it's their intention to interfere, they're going to find ways to do that. Mm. We can take steps, but this is something that once they decide they're going to do it, it's difficult to preempt. Agreed. Because you don't – it's whack-a-mole. You never know what they're going to do until they do it. that's what Tillerson is saying, who's sure. in charge of the people who have the money to do this. Right. He's saying, it's just too hard. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, man, people are going to do heroin whether there's a law against it. It's just too fucking tough. Why, why even bother <laughs> having a law? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to murder people, too. Why do we have murder laws? <laughs> <laughs> people still murder. Right? Well, we learned that, Jared. There's no reason to get in the way of law-abiding citizens. Criminals are going to find a way to get guns no matter what. Exactly. They'll right. 3D print them if they have to. They will make them out of thin air if they have to. Everybody's got a gun guy. You know what's going to stop these murderers? We're going to put more murderers on the street <laughs> to murder the murderers. Yeah, uh, let all the murderers out of jail so they can but tell them to only murder the murderers. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> Gah. I know. I hear you, Karen. Every time you hear me laugh on this show, I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> All right, we went way past what I was expecting, but uh, anybody got anything else they want to share? Yeah, one one last thing before we go. Okay. Uh, because I'm so entrenched in shit, when we were talking, remember when I was talking about the uh, involuntary celibate guys? Mm. Yes. And I was like, where did I read that? I saw that on Samantha B this morning. So oh. Oh. <laughs> that's where I got that from. So I'm sorry if I ruined that for anybody who watches Samantha B show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, a, we, uh, we have a recorded. We have not watched it, so... But, I, have be, uh, I, I have to be in the right mood to watch Samantha B. She's so strident. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Shrill? Is that the... No, she's, she's no, not no? shrill. Okay. That, but she's, I don't know, anxiety-driven. <laughs> Very fast She mentions her shrillness on this episode. Does she? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Shrill is one of those words that I think has um, sexist overtones. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I said it. Okay. I was saying it sarcastically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, If you enjoyed the podcast, there's several ways you can support it. Uh, You can share it on social media, leave reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, or or Google Play. Uh, If you want to contact us, again, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet at profanearg. Also, please check out similar-minded shows on the soon-to-be-named network, podcasts of various sorts. You can find soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. You can find them all there. I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.